listening to The Walkout on the Giggles Live Radio Network with me as always, my co-host and my friend, Mark the Menace Young. How you doing today, man? What up? How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. A busy week. A lot going on, huh? Oh, yeah, man. You know me. I'm coming off the good old ribs. I was telling you that my ribs got um, pulled muscle in the ribs, bro. Yeah, you're telling me it's hard to sleep with those pulled ribs. Yeah, man. You know what? These things are already like they're they're so tender. They're ready to fall off the bone. No, I'm oh. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Look at me over here trying to take my brother's job as a comedian. No, yeah, but uh, pulled muscle, uh, wrestling and uh, jujitsu, and yeah. So, and laughing is difficult in oh, that situation. Bro. Just like coughing. Yeah, I think I can laugh now, but coughing because now it's inner. It's like inner, mm-hmm. so like any of that, yeah, I feel it. It's hurting me, so. Well, yeah. we're hoping you heal soon. We will. Well, the good news about that is that you'll be on the sideline with me for Spar Star 51 coming up on August 13th at, at the Commerce Casino. Exciting. In, in beautiful, scenic Commerce, California. Going to be some fun, bro. I said I'm going to try to laugh less, but it's hard not to after I calling said- Sonic Sarn- uh, Commerce scenic and beautiful. Oh yeah, wait, I'm, 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 and I'm like, no, bro, that's a great thing about you. It's not like it's <laughs> overly done. No, you're fine, bro. Well, yeah. now that I know about the Farmer Boys, that is scenic and beautiful. That's beautiful. Sure. Oh yeah, you know that we head down there, grab up some grub, and then and then head back for. So is it going to be in the the same area, right? Yeah, it's going to be out there in the in the outdoor oh. arena. It's going to be great. Hey, you guys got to get out there and, and check that out. Especially the way it's set up now, it's going to be a live show. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and our buddy Kobe Hatcher's on the card, so he's going to be fighting again. What? Yeah, and okay. your buddy and uh, training oh. partner Christian is going to be fighting again. Which, yeah, Christian actually, um, the other day when I made the post for um, post about him, uh, he reached out and he was just asking me. He's like, "Hey, you know, you're going to be in the house?" I'm like, "Yeah, for sure, bro. And, you know, come and, and and watch you handle your business." So he was really stoked that we'll be there. So you know, hopefully, we'll be able to get him on the show. Um, at the 51, you know, for sure. And Christian's going to be going and fighting, uh, coming in at 3-1, and one, fighting his opponents 2-1. and one. His name is Nathaniel Joaquin. Nathaniel Joaquin. Yeah, I oh, think it's all something right. like that. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, Nathaniel Joaquin. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we're not in, the, we're not in the, the beautiful Project Understanding <laughs> studio, so I'm going to have a little bit of a squeakier chair than usual. Yeah. <laughs> if they're hearing that chair squeak. <laughs> Man, they got a mouse loose in the studio. What's going on over there? <laughs> nah, no worries, bro. Yeah, so, that, I mean, it's really cool. Like I said, following, um, you know, Christian from his, his days in, in the beginning when he was at uh, Ken Ross. So it was... Uh, it's really, you know, it's it, it's really really cool to see this kid, and uh, you know, he's humble. He has a lot of skill, cause you know for sure, like from where I know him from Ken Rose, like they, uh, you know, those are some strong boys over there. They got some, you know, some really really good fighters over there, um, and I know that he's had his fair share of rounds. So it looks like you know he looks comfortable. He looks comfortable in his in his state right now. Yeah, looking you know? forward to that fight. And oh, hopefully, sure. afterwards we'll have him come sit down with us. Oh yeah, like I said, you know, I was you know briefly being able to chop it up with them, and I think uh, we'll be able to get him on the show this time and talk to him a little bit. 
Yeah, it was be dope. exciting. We were there, and he got the big win last last week. And it oh, seemed yeah. like he, uh, last week, last last time we were there at Sparser yeah. Fifty, uh, and it really seemed like he had a, um, a following there. Like he, there were people there to see him for sure, for sure, for sure. And I mean, uh, now you know he he of course uh, is training out of uh, forget the gym that he's training out of, um, but you know of course that that helps out as well you know he, you know he has a uh, a gym that has active fighters because i think i believe they had a few fighters fighting that night uh from his from the gym that he was coming out of so i think so yeah that makes things really you know active yeah and it's good for the coaches too because the coaches oh, yeah. don't really want to sit around and and the, i think the fighter might do better i don't know i could be wrong and, and maybe it's different for each each different um you know athlete I would probably do better on my own in my own space if I had a lot of downtime rather than having the coach there with me the whole time. Mm. Like, it'd be nice to have the coach there, I'm, I'm assuming, a lot of the time. Right. But I don't think you necessarily need to be sitting there having your coach look at your face going, all right, six, oh, no. hours, to, 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 six hours till go time. No, <laughs> I think you you are right. Uh, you're in your, and coaches play, right? They know when to, you know, oh, well, a good coach does. They They know when to get you warm. Uh, they know when to give you space. They know when to, you know, especially if it's a long time. You know, if there's a long time before you're going to fight, your coach may get you up a few times, you know, get you warmed up, have you wrestle, let you chill a little bit, get your heart rate up again. You know, you never know. But that that's uh, it is just good to know if that you have a coach that's going to show up on fight day uh, when you're supposed to be there. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And our buddy. Um, um, uh, why am I forgetting his name? That's so crazy that I'm forgetting his name. Joe, uh, the the UFC fighter that was there that said he was going to come by and talk to us and didn't. Where am I? Oh, it was Joe uh, Daddy. Oh he, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he said that he uh, Joe Daddy Stevenson said that he was going to stop by and see us. He's going to have to be there because his his uh, fighter is there again. Oh nice. He's going to be there fighting. You know, he's going to be there defending his belt. So okay. We're going to remind him of that. Uh, it's it's going to be a throw. Yeah, his boy can throw down. This time when he goes to Seven Eleven, we're going to make him get us a um, Chorito <laughs> or something. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want something? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We do. We, yep. You know, hook us up. Give me a five hour energy and a banana. He said five hour energy and a banana. That'll keep me awake. I, I can make it the rest of the night that way. I heard that, bro. <laughs> it's funny. There's like a little bit of an energy dip. We both hit the energy dip right around the same time. But it goes to that that hard, fast action, action, action. And then all of a sudden you get to where there's decisions and you're waiting on judges and all right. that stuff. When, you know, in... During a halftime, I think they had a little, I don't know, not halftime, but the break. The intermission. Intermission. It was like 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, we, me and you, are not like we're out there grabbing drinks and, and, you know, conversating with people. So for 20 minutes, we're waiting around again for action to start so that we can, you know, start letting everybody know what's going on on the show. Um, so, you know, that's it was a little hard for us, too, because that, that 20 minutes was like me and you got a, a break and we were like, um, yeah, snap, snap, snap right back into it. So that's yeah. right. I knew, I knew exactly what you were saying in that moment, bro. Well, I'm looking forward to doing it again at Spar Star 51. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna talk to Rupert Francis a little bit later this evening. Uh, he's gonna be joining us at Star Spar Star 51. He kind of wanted to get an opponent. Seems like he's uh, not getting the opponent he wants, so oh. he's gonna be on the sideline. Well, I, I mean, I already know that he, you know, he's ready, that, you know, that guy is, is a machine. Um, Definitely, I see him on, you know, IG. Um, I mean, working, working, working. This guy's constantly, you know, working on his craft. So, 
should be interesting to see how he moves, um, you know, when he gets another opponent. And then, you know, hopefully at Sparstar 52. You know, right. You know, him and I will be able to get on that. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be amazing. Yeah, I want to. I want to go through and see if any of these, um, any of these fighters who don't have an opponent yet, if any of them are two ten. That's what I was gonna do. But then <laughs> he said, Chief. "I'm not sure. I want to tempt you with your ribs. I want your ribs to heal completely before you get out there." Oh yeah, we're gonna definitely make sure that the the ribs are healed up. Um, you know, definitely ain't gonna be on August thirteenth. So you know, that's good. But it looks like this card is stacked for the 13th, bro. Oh, it really is. There's a lot of it, fights. It looks like there is going to be a lot of fighters on this card and um, a lot of good fighters on this card. And it, there was a lot of fighters that we saw at the Sparstar 50, so that's what's cool, too, is we're going to yeah. see a lot of repeat it's faces. Repeat. And as we know, that was uh, one of the most – it must have been the most exciting event I've been to as far as just – you know, first round finishes like that. I don't. I've never yeah. seen anything like that in my life. Yeah, man. I wonder how many um, title, <coughs> how many title bouts they're gonna have on this card. Well, I know for sure that there is uh, at least a woman's bout. I don't think it's a title bout, but uh, but there's also Sarish Sohel, Sarish Sohel. Hopefully, I said that right. Sarish, Sarish Sohel looks like she'll be fighting. Fighting that that looks like it's one of the female. Oh, so there's going to be two female fights because right up here we have the Elisa Polanco against uh, Mackenzie Berlin. Nice, nice. And then we have over here we have uh, says Jose Cortez is going to be there and he's going to be defending his title against um, Caesar Dash. And if you remember, both Caesar, of those guys oh, yeah. picked up wins last at Bar Star Fifty. Oh. It's about to get it in. So one would assume that's going to end up being our main event of the evening. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna definitely be a, a banger right there. Hopefully they'll find a way to uh, bring your strap down from Northern California. And, oh, you boy, know. don't you know? I would, <laughs> I would love to run that back so bad. Oh, man, I'd love to run it back with that guy like no other. I have a feeling that he's not enthusiastic about the idea. Hell no. I'll tell him to his face. <laughs> tell him to his face. That's definitely not a fight that you want to take. I mean, I, I I called you out. I asked, even asked, uh, what's that, the, you know, that fight circuit up there. Hey, <clears throat> right away, run it back. What's good? You know, because I felt cheated anyway. So I was like, hey, let's just run it back. We're no, no word. So, hey. Okay. And as somebody who watched that fight, I know they wanted to run it back. Because you guys are in there throwing, like yeah. that was that, like that would be something you want to you want to roll back. Yeah, like you want to have that one go back. Yeah, let's do it, bro. Let's freaking. <laughs> there's no reason why, especially if if he's still holding that title. Yeah. If he's still holding it, nah. Let's go. I wonder if he's. Uh, I wonder how long it takes before they they uh, vacate it. Hmm. I mean, I I mean I I haven't heard that that that. You know, circuit is has. I'm sure they've had some other fights. That was up there. It was pretty. That was pretty far. It's a nice drive. Smell like horse poop. But it was like a. But that was there. That was like the one of the belts was a state belt though. So it's For part sure. of the. It's part of the commission. That's that's got to be out there somewhere. Commission. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. I'm out here. Be nice. I fought him one time, so there's no reason why I can't fight him again. Right. You that know? could be great. It's that's that's what this thing's about. Let us have like a. Rivalry. Let's meet halfway. Yep. Meet like in Bakersfield. So look, this can happen. I'll fight 
We fought one time. He got it. Rob, I'll fight again. I'm going to take it away from him. Then I will allow him to try to come and take it from me. Look at that. A freaking rivalry right there. A guaranteed you promise him a rematch if he were to lose. For sure. See? There we go. Then why would he not want to run it back? Run it back, punk. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean, bro? Run it back, punk. Yep. We can get it in. You know? Gotta do this thing, man. Yeah, you know what's really cool right now? Uh, just to, if you, if people, if you're listening and, and you're in the area of Oxnard, Ventura, Camarillo, and you want your children, five and older, to learn mixed martial arts, uh, wrestling, jujitsu, um, come on down, progressive martial arts right now for the summer. Got a kids program. Uh, you know, there's a whole month of free classes. You could totally bring your kids on Tuesday and Thursday. Wow. Um, 4.30 to 5.20. Okay? Tuesday and Thursday, I just wanted to put that out there because it's summertime. And you want to get your kids active because I'm telling you, the video games are winning. They're winning and they're beating and these kids are becoming little lazy asses. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Give them something to do, and that is something that they can. Help them build a real self-esteem, a self-esteem that's not based on how many people that they can take out in a video game in a given True. hour, you know? So I just had to, I had a small little, you know, I didn't have an argument. I was telling my son, you know, straight up how it is. I said, man, I don't really like your attitude, and I don't like how you're treating, you know, your friends and stuff like that, and hear how you talk, and... So I understand, you know, you're on the video game and you're competitive and this and that. But, dude, that's just not how, you know, I want you to act, dude. And his mom was the one who, you know, she said, hey, you know, I want you to have a talk with him. Because, you know, when we're at home, he has a little friend, uh, you know, that's like his little brother. But he says, oh, he's younger than me and he annoys me. And I, I get it. But I told him, you know, the kid really loves him. He looks up to him. And, you know, my son's not being as, as nice as he could be to the guy. And so we had to tell him, and I'm not going to tolerate that, bro. Good you know, for you, man. You know, and I just told him, brother. It was right before class, too, because that was right before I came here. You know, he had wrestling today. And I just totally laid into him, and he, you know, in a good way, like a father. Mm-hmm. And then we, he fell asleep, of course, on the whole ride. And then we get there, and he changed his attitude. He changed his tone. And I got to see him really, really push hard for an hour in wrestling. Did some things that I was proud of. That's so, good. So it was cool, bro. That's yeah. one of the great things about fatherhood is when you see that that kind of growth. Like when you see something that, you know, you know that you could help shape just a little bit. Right. You know, and and it's it's enough of a push and it's enough of a what whatever you want to call it to change that trajectory to yeah. where he's he's gonna be aware of that from yeah. now on. Pushing in the right step. That's all I want. I just want the guy to be uh, you know, hey, you know, there's a time where you're supposed to stick up for yourself, and uh, you know, you there's a time to be an asshole, mm-hmm. you know. But it is definitely the times that you're using it is not the right ones, and you know, that's I teach him that too. Right? You only got this life, teaching. You know, you got to be strong. Um, you know, you got to know what you're capable of, and but you got to also have balance. <laughs> like, you got to have a little balance with that. You yeah. Know? 
toughness that you that you have inside of you. So they're giving them uh, you know, martial arts, teaching them that discipline. That is awesome. That's why I say it gave me respect, it gave me honor, integrity, it taught me to be disciplined. So if I give it to him at a young age, then you know, growing up he'll have those things in, instilled in him. So Right. So how early should they show up? How early should kids get there if they want to show up for the kids program? If you want to show up for the kids program, uh, it starts at 430. So you probably just want to come 10 minutes early and sign a waiver. Yep. Sign your waiver. You know, have your kid if you if you were, um, you know, going to bring them might want to get them some, you know, some some boxing gloves, uh, you know, kids boxing gloves. you know, something to protect your hands, like some children hand wraps. I actually bought my kid from Big Five. Um, they're little gloves, and they put them on their actually hand wraps that go on as like a glove, and then you put your gloves over those. So oh, okay. they're easy for him just to slip on and slip off to protect his knuckles and his wrist. Um, yeah, just, you know, some some protecting for the hands and some gloves, and uh, we do the rest. And what's the majority of the workout consist of for the kids? Like, So, it- let's see, Tuesdays, they'll teach them to punch. They teach them to kick. They teach them stance, mm-hmm. um, you know, how to move, movement. Um, and then, you know, they teach them combinations. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Thursday, today, was uh, where they teach them wrestling, which, again, they teach them wrestler stance, position. They're teaching them how to sprawl. They teach you... Uh, you know how to how to maintain your 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 posture um, and positioning so you can do takedowns and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh, defend defend them too. They were doing that a lot today, uh, defending takedowns. I thought it was pretty cool. I was I was really impressed at seeing my kid do these things that I don't I don't normally see him do. Well, it's nice. Are there uh, any ways that the community can kind of like, kind of support the kids program, or is this something? How does this work? So we, it's just something we started like a week ago um, at Progressive Martial Arts. So um, right now we're just trying to build it up, and I think what would help the program is just having parents be open and because we know that it takes you putting your kid in the car at. Four o'clock, driving him over here, sitting with this kid for, you know, 45, 50 minutes. And, you know, some parents just don't have the time. And so I'm just kind of saying it takes a village. They say that, you know, it takes a village. So, uh, you know, just if you can really, really find a little small bit of time around that, you know, that that period of time to get your kid over there and introduce it. Right. Yeah. That's all. That's so cool, yeah, and and you'll be surprised at how much um, how much good comes from it. Oh yeah, I I, I true like I said today I saw some things out of my I saw, well first of all I saw my son work out for fifty minutes, and normally he's like I don't I don't want to do that I'm fine you know I know he plays a lot of sports, mm-hmm. but when he's not playing sports he don't want to do nothing. He just wants to chill. He's like, oh, I just played basketball and football and all this. <laughs> so no, I, I don't have practice today. I don't have practice, so why should I just be outside playing football? I don't want it. So, right. You know, it's I, I get it, you know, he, him wanting to have that little bit of time to do him. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get him to break the cycle and see what he was, you know, I mean, he was doing bear crawls and sprawls and push-ups and all these things. I'm thinking, What? look at him look at him go and he just was doing what the coach asked him 
And what should they wear when they go show up for something like this? They had shorts and a shirt that you don't care them sweating in. Just comfortable. That's okay. it. Yep. Well, that's great. What a cool program. And again, for on Tuesdays and Thursdays, what time again? Tuesday and Thursday, that's 4.30 to 5.20. 4.30 to 5.20, kids program. That sounds cool, man. I might try to bring the kids on Tuesday. That might and be cool. if you do, that'll be amazing, brother. We'll have a good time. Yeah. If I remember, I sure will. So for you, sure. might, you might have to text me Tuesday morning. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you for sure. Brother. If you text me Tuesday morning, then there's a better chance that I will I'll be there. You. <laughs> It'll definitely make your son, you know, because he's a hockey player, so, you know. They, bro, in his games at his age, do they like check and get into uh, not stuff as like much? That? There's definitely contact. There's not fights, but there's okay. contact uh, okay. over the because he's now at the Cube, which is owned by the LA Kings. So there, I think that there's like a a thing of integrity in real yeah. hockey, and you know, most of the kids when there's substitutions, they jump over the the rails like they do in the NHL. And he was wow. used to his old kid where they open the doors for him. Yeah. And so he still, his coaches are still open the doors for him. But I was like, Hey, maybe get out there a little bit early and jump in and out, in and out till you're comfortable. He's like, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool though. That is kind of cool that he's like leveling up and he's finding his comfort and he's, you got him and he's in a program. That's really cool. Well, I got to tell you, it was a little bit scary for him and for me and probably for his mom, I'm sure, too. But um, it was a little bit scary because, you know, he, he started skating just a year, maybe a year and a half ago. It wasn't that long ago. And then maybe it was, yeah, it, was about, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. It was about maybe a year and a half ago. And he just really wanted to try hockey. So we got him into hockey. He played hockey and he, he was way behind kids, his age, way behind him. And so he was playing at a, over there, he was playing with kids that were like, um, the, it goes by two years. It's like 10 and up, 12 and up, 14 and up, right. you know? So he was, he was, uh, when he was 11 was playing in the, uh, eight and up, I think it was. The eight and up, which is there was a lot of kids his age. It's it's more just like a, this is where an experienced hockey eight year old would be. Okay. So there's a, there's all kinds of different sizes and ages. Down. And there's some kids that are amazing that are only eight years old, and there's kids that are amazing that are like you know six that are in eight. So it's just, it's just you know it's basically the different divisions of the kids. Okay. So anyway, so he goes over to the king's place. And they put him in 8U because that's basically where he was at the other one. And they were like, well, we kind of we need to move him up. And we're like, oh, okay. And thinking maybe it was, you know, to the next one. And they're like, no, we want to move him up to his age group. They're like, he's going to oh. catch on really fast. And, you know, he, he had his first game last week and he looked really good out there. You know, you could tell there's areas where he's behind a lot of the skaters. Right. And, but there's, not that many areas where he is and he's not that far behind and there's other kids that are where he's at so Dude. yeah so it's kind of cool to see him and he played up he definitely played the best he's ever played for sure he was sweating more than i've ever seen him sweat before you know when, when uh we're in the locker room doing the gear tear down there was more sweat than ever before it was disgusting and i'm like going okay so he's really he, he's in his heart committed to this thing because there's always that fear that he's going to go, you know what? The competition's too tough, Dad. I'm yeah, done. I'm do done. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's I, you know, with my son, I that's where a lot of times I, I don't want him to give up on anything. I haven't seen him. Uh, when he had to do bear crawls, I guess the first day his mom said that, oh, he didn't, he said he couldn't do them. <laughs> but then when I took him, he did them. 
I mean, even though he wasn't, he fell when he would do the bear crawl, but he'd get back up and do it again, do it again, keep going. And I thought, okay, cool. At least you're giving the initiative. Like nobody's looking for you to do it perfect, and this is not a competition. You know, these are the things, the things that I have to tell him that he does. He probably thinks that's what he has to do. Oh, I'm in a competition with the kids next to me. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. And not here in martial arts. It's just about doing it the the right way and you the you know doing it at your pace. It's not to you know beat the kid next to you and be better. No, you won't learn that way. So it's the same conversation I had with Tommy when we when he was telling me about his anxiety about moving up, and I go I go well just remember I I go. You're good too. I said you're going to see these other kids around you, and you're going to see that they're good, and they're kids that you haven't seen before, and it might be a little bit overwhelming. But you've got to remember, you know, you're good too. You're not out there competing with them. You're out there trying to get better, right? Because like, if you compare yourself to everybody, everybody's got a characteristic that's better than you. So if you're comparing yourself to, you're automatically going to look for that characteristic that's better than you. Yeah, and you're going to focus on that. So I'm like. I'm like, just, you know, you're, you're just get out there and just get better. And, and he's got good instinct and he can figure out where he can be helpful to his team. He can get out there and he can kind of disrupt when the other team has the puck. And he's, he's just got like a real good kind of a, a keen sense for where the action is. And, and he kind of followed that. And I was so proud of him though. He played it so well. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. I'm learning that, you know, if uh, you know if it's something that you that you want to do, a person has to just like it's like you have to obsess about it, and you have to work at it, like literally put a lot of effort and work into that thing, and you'll be good at it. If it could be anything, it could be skateboarding, it could be, I mean, it could be fishing, it could be anything. Like, and you just want to be so good at that thing, and you can. It, it it comes from repetition, doing it more, doing it over and over and over and over and trying it and, and learning from the mistakes and then picking yourself up and doing it more. When I ride a motorcycle, you want to do all those things. It just, just go out there and you do them and, and then you start to get good at it. Um, I remember wanting to ride a four-wheeler. Cool. But you know what I wanted to do on the four-wheeler? I wanted to pop a wheelie. Oh. That's why I wanted to ride a wheelie. And I just told myself, do it, try it. You may fall. It may be scary. It may be all those things. But if you just keep trying, and I went out to Pismo. I had the four-wheeler. I stayed about six hours pulling and pulling, revving, going first gear, popping it, popping it, popping. I mean, to the point where I got to the point where I was just like, putting my foot on the back of it. Mm." (laughs) And after a while, you just... You know, I just wanted to do it. I want you. You tell yourself that you want it. You tell yourself that you you want to be good at it, and you just keep trying, keep doing it. That's so cool. Repetition, yeah. and it'll just come out. It's so amazing when you see him just doing that. When you yeah. See him just oh yeah. Following their thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, go do yep. it, man. I'm telling you, watering <laughs> parent. I I I like to be that type of parent just to see what they're good at and nourish that thing. Yeah, because that's it's all natural. It the, oh, your kid will tell you what they're good at. We have a problem as parents telling them what we think they're good at. You know, you gonna be you gonna be a doctor. You gonna mm-hmm. be this. You gonna be that. It's like I never said that I want to do any of that. So it's cool when you can see the things in your kid. Like, hey, notice this about them, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna water that. 
You know? One of the one of the things that really made me proud is he okay so he didn't score a goal and I don't believe that he registered a, an assist and he doesn't either and um, but you know when he when he came into the locker room and I was like how do you feel and he's like he was like man that was he's like that was like the best game I ever had and uh-huh. like he, he wasn't basing how good his game was based on because he had a goal, he had a game where he he had six goals the competition wasn't as good there wasn't as many players out on the ice you yeah. know but that he said in that in that moment where he hadn't scored he hadn't that he said that that was like his best game and that's a cool thing you know and it's, it is yeah it was really cool and his team you know his team won by a couple i mean it was like a six four game or something like that it was really cool wow so I that's forward. really cool yeah no, i can't wait even though it's a, even though it's kind of a drive to get out to santa clarita <laughs> oh man i already know huh bro you be on the mission yeah we gotta drive to practice and uh, on saturdays and games on sundays Ooh, so he has one this sunday coming up yep he does every sunday good for luck a while. with that man good good luck on that game there there you little buddy yeah <laughs> that should be good. pretty cool can't wait you yeah have to come out man it's a blast yeah dude it's so I, fun. I'm, I'm telling i need him to take me out to that to that airsoft thing he was doing now that is my speed <laughs> he needs talking about it all the time i too. bet you because me and my friends used to do that uh one of my friends had a nice piece of land out um out ojai um we used to take out the airsoft rifles their parents would let it get a little dark at time and go you guys go out and we'd Split up teams of like eight a piece. There were like sixteen of us, and we have our airsoft stuffs and clips. And oh man, we would go have literal wars out on their land. So I, when I seen him doing that, I was like, oh, I know he's having fun. Okay, so now you're putting something in my brain here. We know that I'm I'm working with Project Understanding on fundraising and things like that. Right? Is there a way to do a fundraiser like a celebrity airsoft? Bro, that would be hard. Okay, so let's start brainstorming that because you understand the sport. I don't really understand oh, that much yeah. about how that would work, but then we can approach. You know, my buddy Jeff owns the Striker Airsoft out there in get Santa up. Paula. If you get a chance, go out there and check it out. It's a blast. My son loves it. All right, well, yeah, I got yeah. I got to take you up on that and go out to Santa Paula Striker and 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 check that out because that is the adrenaline you'll get from that. You you literally feel like you're in a a a like mini war going on yeah you're like in a in an actual like combat situation so you get the adrenaline without the danger and but it's exactly. like a blast it's a really good time and it is good and in the same time you're also sharpening your skills in you know in those kind of situations for sure in high adrenaline situations and you know what i mean you know what time we're living in right now we're living in, in you know kind of a crazy time so it is good that's why i say martial art anything that that tests your uh, you know, tests your being, tests who and what you can do, I say is good for you. Yeah. you never know when you're going to need it. You're right. Got to be able to test those limits. Always. All right. Always, man. Let's take a really quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk to Rupert Francis. How's that sound to you? Let's do it, bro. Vegeta Black.
and we're back. Look at bro, I was over here. Okay, so look at. I'm with you. I'm with you guys have to understand that I have like a sugar. What is it called? Like a a sugar obsession. So, um, if I had to come up with like a um, a candy, uh, what is it? A combination. It's gonna be Skittles and Mike and Ike's together. And I hope if they if they are listening, you know, can't copyright and take this from me. <laughs> so we got Skittles and Mike and Ike's, and we call them Michaels, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah, because look, it has Mike, the word Ike, and Skittles in it. Yeah. Michaels. So that's what I was. That's you know before we got off. Okay. I was over here chomping down on my little um, obsession. That's great. Yeah, but we are, uh, we, we're back, of course, going to reach out to Mr. Vegeta Black uh, in just a few. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why I don't have his phone number in my phone. Um, Vegeta, let's see. We're going to try to read, we're going to try to find my guy. Here, I'll call let's him see. over the, I'll call him over the Facebook messenger. I think see? that should work. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's I was going to. Say so we we can. Find we will call him right now, and hopefully he will realize that we're going straight to him. Mr. Vegeta Black MMA. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guy. You know, I mean, that boy be working. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, you know, he. I. I'm watching this boy. His his legs, his you know, upper body, all of that. He's he's working on his physique. As well as his 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 martial arts skills, I'm sure with takedowns. I'm sure with striking, he's working on it all. Um, you know that's so. You know, definitely waiting for this guy to get back in the ring. If you don't know him, by Vegeta Black, he's a uh, that's Rupert Francis. Rupert Francis, yeah. So I I just texted him rather than uh, rather than just cold calling him. Right. Which I don't I don't like when people do that to me. I sent him a message just saying, "Hey man, give me a call," and then that way we'll connect right to the uh, the the board here. Right. So that's right. a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, we so I look I look forward to seeing him, uh, and hopefully he'll join us in the booth and have some uh, some great stories for us. Oh yeah, because because he, he's definitely going to be in the house of fifty one. Even though he doesn't have an opponent, he'll be in the house. I think. So, yeah, it's gonna be. So cool. that should be pretty cool to uh, you know get get a, a good old chop up with him and see what he's been up to. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. I think he's gonna definitely talk to people in the house and 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 figure out how he can get himself a fight, get himself a pony. Because you know everybody will be there. Mike, everybody's there. Oh yeah, the right people are in the house. Uh, you're able to be like, hey, you know, give me a fight. You know, when can he? Uh, Find your opponent. Well, it's kind of a thing, you know. The when it comes to promoters, whether it's comedy or fights or anything else, it is kind of out of sight, out of mind, right? You get yes. the the people you see, the people that you're seeing. You know that the one of the first things that you say is, "I'm active. I'm active." Right. That's letting them know I'm getting out there. I'm yeah. getting out there. I'm not somebody who's sitting here fantasizing about some dream scenario someday, some way. Exactly. Like you don't, I know what it takes to get in there. You don't see. It's not like you see me and I'm getting fat and swollen. And you can actually tell, like, oh, he's not working out. No, I'm staying fit. I'm letting you know I'm active. Um, I mean, if you looked in your records, you'll see. Oh, he fought just in and with under a year ago. You know, it's coming up on a year, so. Of course, I'll you know when the fight comes, I have to go through a whole spiel of of you know tests and EKGs and all these things. But hey, I'm prepared if that 
if it comes. I'm ready to go through all I'm supposed to. Yeah, if you're still fighting six years from now, they're going to have you on an oh. EKG while you're fighting. They'll be like, nah, I don't know that. <laughs> Bro, he said on an EKG while you're fighting. He's What's like, that vest that Mark's wearing? He's like, listen, the new thing that we have for people is 60 that want to fight, it's virtual reality. All right, we put we put virtual reality on you. You know, your opponent has it on, and now you guys don't even contact each other. There's no contact between you two. Okay? Yeah. Six-year-old. I get to see that. You t- you stub your toe going into the cage, and then they'd call the fight. Lord, like, no, 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 no. He's done. He can't continue. He cannot continue. He's not defending himself. That's horrible. That's so horrible, man. I hope to be able to still. I, I just want to be like, um, you know, like an old you know, old little, you know, black dude. Maybe not like I'm I've gotten all skinny and wild, withered. No, I still kinda wanna keep my form right. hopefully if I get older, but I still I still got it. I'm still doing it. I'm still I'm teaching and I ain't fighting. I'm not saying I'm fighting you guys. I'm saying you you come down to the gym and I'm still there at sixty something years old and I'm still teaching. Putting in work. Yeah, I'm older, but I can still hang with everyone. I can still. But I don't know. think it's unrealistic to think that you could have like you know nine ten years of fighting if you want if, if that's you want, what yeah. you wanted to do if right. that's what you wanted to do You're because right. there's a lot of fighters that do fight for a long time and they fight you know that you have a young body for your age because yeah. you haven't put that put it through the that wear and tear, yeah. yeah so i mean it was cool hearing chris talk about one of his uh, his teammates is 40 and started his boxing career and i thought that that was cool that kind of gave me inspiration because boxing is something i love like i i love the sweet science of boxing i really do you know and i and i wanted to box before mma so you know it's always been a dream and i think that's why uh, you know, taking that that uh, match on the twentieth, it's because it's boxing. I'm like, oh, please let me get at it. You know, yeah. You know, I'm trying to find my way in and be able to just oh. Ooh. And that's on what what date is it again? Uh, August twentieth in Ontario. August twentieth in Convention Ontario. Center. Yeah. Oh Ontario. wow. That there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, they're having Muay Thai boxing and then pro muay thai right so that's gonna be yeah full contact um i i def i have i keep the information i have i have to have um because i was using it for sign up and just just so people you know if, if, if i don't know if if you got people who are into it um you got fighters who you can't get them a fight but you need them to stay active. Um, reach out to them. IKF Point Muay Thai Kickboxing is on Saturday, August 20th, 2022. That's going to be at the Ontario Convention Center, which is on 2000, each, 2000 East Convention Center Way in Ontario. Um, so the kickboxing is on the 20th. The... Uh, Point Boxing Sparring Circuit, which is the boxing, is on the 20th. And then if you have more experienced fighters, they're having a full rules Muay Thai bouts. It's called Muay Thai Purists. Um, that's August 21st. Oh. So you can register people. Uh, you can email. 
info uh, at uh, info at MuayThaiCA.com. Um, yeah, reach out. Um, or you can just look up IKF Point. You know, IKF, they, they are, they're on IG, Facebook, um, and all that information will be on there. Nice. Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna see what I can do. I have a show the night before. Um, yeah, my actually, boy's so- grinding. Soon to be announced. Yeah, actually, my uh, my own comedy club is gonna return the night before. My Giggles Live Comedy Club. So nice. the network in which you yeah, with the the Giggles, the whole Giggles company. I kind of yes. started it doing live stand up in Santa Paula a few years back, and I think it was probably maybe six or seven years ago, and then. We uh, we started out at this bar called the Mupu Grill. We did we were several years we were there, and then we went to um, the Glen Tavern Inn, kind of like a okay. haunted hotel there in Santa Paula. Beautiful spot. Spent some time there. We've done a couple of one offs like uh, Thousand Oaks and a couple other cities, um, and then we moved to this place called the Hangar Bar and Grill, which is at the airport in Santa Paula. We did that for a while took a little break and now we're going to return and we're going to return to one of our former venues and it's going to be the hangar bar and grill we're actually going to go back to the we're going to actually stick with where we've been yeah so we're going to go we're going to be back at the hangar bar and grill in beautiful santa paula at the santa paula airport august 19th that lineup is to be determined i guarantee you it's going to be a blast Guarantee it's gonna sell out because we haven't done it in a while and people been asking. Right, oh, that's nice, bro. I was gonna ask, oh, who's on the lineup? But you already, already got me right there. You said yeah. lineup to be determined, so that should be pretty cool. I'll be looking yeah. forward to that, bro. Yeah, so we're gonna get we're gonna get that determined here really quick. Uh, we have, uh, I actually have a couple of, um, you know, in the business, and it's just like that in the in in the promotion in the fight promotion and everything else. Um, you kind of have. I kind of ha- owe some people some dates from the past because we had okay. stuff, had to move them around and things like that. So you kind of have to satisfy that first. Like that's really important. For sure. And so I have to get into that list first before I start um, brainstorming about who I want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure, bro. Like, I got to keep my, <laughs> yeah. I got to get my whole thing intact, you know. Because you don't want to, because you, because if you tell somebody, hey, you're, you know, I'm going to have you on my next show. And I know there is somebody who I, is a great comic that I said, hey, you, I, you know, I, I owe you one because he was scheduled to do something and we ended up not getting it done when we were right. planning on doing it and so i have to, so i have to see if he's available first and then from there we will you know dang so. bro yeah it's a lot of work for you to get these shows together so if I'm you're sure. listening mr j washington like <laughs> huh. i got your back i forgot you yeah. so i gotta talk to him first hopefully he's available and then we can we can get it rolling yeah but yeah i'm excited so i guess uh rupert francis maybe not uh not available to talk right now hey you know what the good man my i bet you rupert's working out oh yeah i, I bet he is i too. can guarantee anytime most of the time what time is it six six to, oh man man Around these times, people are always at, normally in in some class, especially if you're a fighter. Yeah, yeah. This is prime time. You done worked all day. This is the time you're going to be able to get in the gym. Um, re- the only time that you get to fight during during actual banker's hours, which they call, what is that, 9 to 5? Mm-hmm. Is if you're like a pro fighter, <laughs> you got you got coaches that are. That's what they do all day. They open the gym up for you in the a.m. Oh yeah. Other than that, you're at 
you, if you're going to try to work out in the daytime, you're going to be at a normal gym. Well, four hour. So. Yeah. Cause at that point the coaches are your employees and it's like having a, um, it's all having personal assistance. Yeah. My, my son boxed over at the, um, Garcia's gym back when, uh, Great when Loma was there, oh, when Loma was there. And so we would see Loma and we would see, um, Oh, who's the other guy who's got, who's gotten a lot more heat since then. I forget. I always forget his name. Who's the other, the other boxer over there? Uh, okay. So, oh, comes out of there. Uh, um, I just had it. Is it Lobov? No. No, that's a, that's I know a UFC. exactly who you're saying, bro. It's <laughs> Garcia, not, Gar- not I'm gonna Garcia. To, it's I'm gonna have to delete all of this nonsense. <laughs> but we used to see him all the time. Nicest yeah, guys in the world. Yeah, all those I guys know. were the nicest guys in the world. I know exactly who you're talking. Until they about. find out that I don't remember their names. I mean, there's people who literally be like, I'm not good at names. Okay, I'm not. I'm not a person who's good at names. Mm-hmm. You know, I am not. I remember faces, but. Don't technically remember names, and I don't remember birthdays. Oh, I'm bad at that, and I, and also don't really like birthdays. Don't really, I'm not that enthusiastic about it. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, if it's my kid's birthday, I am. You know, yeah. it's my kids. Well, yeah, because you're that you're remembering. I think that we've kind of gotten away from it. I think that's really what it's all about. You remember, you're celebrating that day. Yeah, because you remember that day. You yeah, remember, remember your life not, changing that day. Yeah, but it's not my fault if you, you know when you don't remember your friends. But now, if it's your yeah. closest closest friend, you call. I mean, this is your people, people. You should remember their birthdays, but that's probably why social media is so popular because it con- tells everyone, oh, today's your birthday, and everyone will know it's your birthday, and so everyone can make you feel special. Happy birthday on social media. <laughs> and I'm the bad friend because I don't want people knowing my birthday. Like, oh, oh bro's over here hiding your birthday. <laughs> no, I don't want people knowing my birthday. I just, it's just it's just a weird interaction to just once okay. a year. I, like, I have so many Facebook friends where my interactions are happy birthday thanks happy birthday thanks happy oh, birthday wow. like through the years you're like oh, yeah it's kind of funny you know yeah yeah <laughs> well we're gonna get on out of here after another fun episode of the walkout on the giggles live radio network and now we're on all those uh podcasting platforms all of them bro what from uh, i haven't even brought that up yet <laughs> yeah so well good well, it was a perfect time to let everyone know um, we're on all of them, right, bro? So that's uh, Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeart. We're on we're on Apple Podcasts. Yes. We're on all of it. We're on oh, all. Oh man, yeah, we're on. Pre- I, if there's one that we're not on, then it's then it's because I missed it. It's because I there's something caught up and I didn't know that it it's caught up. So right. I'll go check on it. But yeah, we're we're on everything. Any any major podcast. We're on Pandora. See? We're on all kinds of fun stuff. So Yo. we're on Twitch, whatever that means. Yeah, we're or out Stitch here. Or we're out here. Yeah, I don't know if it's out Stitch here. or Twitch. Twitch. We're on one of those. Stitch and Twitch. We're on all. Yep. <laughs> we're on Twitch. <laughs> we don't even know what it's called. That's dope, bro. But yeah, so we're getting Good out work. there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, bringing fighters on, letting them tell their story, and uh, I really like exploring this uh, this dynamic of like the the like the we talk about like kind of the alpha protector or the it's it's, it's a kind of a different uh it's a different thing to have people that sure. are kind of in our position who are talking more about being nurturing and caring and things like that right. the alpha nurturer i guess is kind For of sure. the, the yeah. term we can giving them giving people an outlet to, to tell their story like i told you everybody wants uh, to be able to speak and hear people to know who they are how they became what they are and the process so that's what we give them. 
Well, I'm glad you're here, man, and I'm glad that Likewise. you go through the process, and I'm glad we're going to continue to go through the process together, my Let's friend. Let's do it, bro. Out every day at 10 p.m. on the Giggles Live Radio Network and everywhere podcasts are found. He lived in one room for a long time. You know, my mom was like, You and your brother's gonna share a room. Mm-hmm. We're in there, bunk beds. You know, older brother has one bed off to the side, not a bunk bed. And I mean, and to imagine in those days they raised us without Nickelodeon or without oh, devices. Wow, yeah. Go outside or here, play with this box. Nowadays, you can't get kids to go outside. It's, that's you know, now it's now a thing of the past. They have a cell phone, they can flip that open and watch whatever they want. So one of the things too, like my son has a bike. I was telling him that when I was his age, I used to ride my bike and I didn't live in a good neighborhood at all. To my grandparents' house, who didn't live in a good neighborhood at all. And I would drive through a couple neighborhoods that weren't very good at all to get to yeah. grandma. I mean I would ride my bike probably like three or four miles. When I was like 12 years old, away. It's really true. It's so different now. There's no way you would send your kid out like that now. There's no... I remember my parents letting me ride from Lemonwood in Oxnard to Ventura. Because we used to, you know, go to the skating palace and uh, met up with friends and rode those bikes to skating. So that's, you know, I, I that's truthfully, I don't know how many miles that is. Yeah. But we just trekked it as kids, you didn't care. And you didn't have a cell phone, so she couldn't call and say, hey, where are you at? It was, all right, well, I guess he's going to get here before dinner or he's not going to eat. Oh, yeah. Oh, you better <laughs> believe it. And, and it was weird back then, you know, you knew that, you know, if he left super early, you, we were definitely going to have to ride back. So it was like, 
and trek that same thing back all the way until before it got dark. And isn't it amazing that we made it back before it got dark most of the time? Too? Oh, I yeah. didn't always make it back before dark, but I tried. Oh, yeah. My mom was definitely ready to uh, to, to whoop some tail. <laughs> if, we, if we weren't where we were supposed to be with when the, the street lights came on. The Walkout, every day at 10 p.m. on the Giggles Live Radio Network and everywhere podcasts are found. You are listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. Every year it's Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, because the Mets have to pay him a million dollars every year, like for the rest of his life or something. For like 25 <laughs> years after he retired. <laughs> yeah. One of the greatest deals anybody ever did. And right? I guess it was his agent that set him up that way. He didn't want that. Because mm-hmm. it was just recently he had his Bobby Bonilla Day. I was reading about that, that his agent convinced him to set up that contract like that. And he didn't want it. He wanted that big payday. Yeah. And they're like, no, just had him do it this way. And so he's, what he's, he's been retired, what, 10, 15 years now? He's, he's still, getting, still paid. getting paid. Yeah. PAX with Big Tom and John Marquez. Weekdays at six. Only on the Eagles Live Radio Network. Now Fridays are podcast premiere days on the Giggles Live Radio Network. Every Friday at 5 p.m., catch DMV Mike living on the ledge, followed by PAX with Big Tom and John Marquez at 6. At 7 p.m., testimonials hosted by Chuck Testa, followed by Off-Centered Outdoors with Matt Dockstetter at 8 p.m. At 9 p.m., Stories on the Bus comes along with Jim Eaton, followed by The Walkout at 10 p.m. with Big Tom McLean and Mark the Menace Young. And you can catch replays of Spar Star 50 every night starting at midnight. For all of your links, all of your schedule needs, go visit GigglesLive.com. You're listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. A lot of the people that are bus drivers don't pay attention to their passengers. And they kind of miss a lot of stuff. Taya Leone and David Duchovny were both on the bus another time with the same guy that's the special needs guy. He was telling me he just got his email account. This uh, We called him Sarge because he was a sergeant in the Army Korean War, this gentleman. He gets on the bus like right after she gets on the bus. And so he tells me he has all these emails and I go, what are you, some kind of movie star or something? <laughs> and, um, and then she looks at me and then I go, oh, that's that. That's that girl from the... (laughs) (laughs) And then she looks at him, at Sarge, and she goes, yeah, you look like that guy on the (laughs) X-Files. And then he looks up and I go, oh, that's the guy from the (laughs) (laughs) X-Files. Stories on the Bus with Jim Eaton. Only on the Giggles Live Radio Network. You are listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. Yeah, absolutely. It's like going to the Jolly Cone instead of McDonald's. Why'd you bring up the Jolly Cone for? (laughs) Sounded good. Well, it is good. I know. I could go for a... Did 11 years there flipping burgers when I ran that place or owned it. Yep. You know, and the big standing joke was, 
I guess, you know, it's a true story. I'd be out there and then there'd be some guy skinning a deer in the back. <laughs> Which is probably highly not legal. Yeah, there was or, a... Or, you know. Yeah, there was a sushi place in Santa Maria got busted for that processing a hog behind the building of the sushi restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Well, we weren't doing that. It's just that when you run no, a taxidermy I... business, and then the joke got to be what's on the bur- what's the burgers made out of today. Off-Centered Outdoors with Matt Dockstadter. Weekdays at 9. Only on the Giggles Live Radio Network. Estás escuchando a Giggles Live Radio Network. <laughs> 